0: What it is, everybody. Welcome to episode 126 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether. You can call me Fish. With me, as always, my favourite sack of shit.
1: Connor McDuff. <coughs> oh, God. Sorry, yes. I was mid <laughs> Oh, God. Connor McDuff, How you doing?
0: It's quite hilarious, because just before we were recording, Connor's just stuffing his face full of something. I don't know what, all I can hear is... Stir-fry, chicken stir-fry. Yeah, I can hear that, what was just happened? there. Chicken stir-fry, that's yeah, alright.
1: Yeah. Oh, my it's better, tongue.
0: It's better than what I just had. I just had to down a quarter pounder, and I feel worse for wear. Oh, I feel pretty shit. For wear. Yep, I... Oh, goodness me. Well, Connor, today we're going to be talking a little bit about train spotting. Yes, we are. Um, but before we get to that... What? It's that time of year. It's Oscars season. No, it no, no, certainly no, no, is. No, no,
1: no, no, and we better bloody get in stuck into them, hey? We better talk about them, because I don't know shit. <laughs> and I don't think, <laughs> well, I don't think you do either. This
0: year, I just feel like like the nominees are out now. The, the Oscars are like next week, I think, so we'll talk about the winners then. But the nominees are out, and I've got to say, I'm pretty
1: underwhelmed. How, where, where, what do you think? I think I'm only under well, I'm underwhelmed as well, but I think I think that's just because I don't actually know any of these films. Like I haven't seen most of them. Mm. I haven't seen Hidden Figures. I haven't seen Hello, High Water. I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge, which I really want to. I haven't yeah, seen I Moonlight. I yeah. Haven't seen Manchester by the Sea. I haven't seen Fences, and I haven't seen Arrival. So the only one that I've seen that's up for Best Picture is La La Land. You know. What, what um, was
0: La La Land like? Was it any good? I'm um, hearing yeah, really awesome.
1: Good things. I loved it so much. I thought really? it was amazing. Yeah.
0: From the director Yippo. of Whiplash, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, um, that's
0: a uh, that's a 5 out of 5 movie right there, Whiplash. So, I assume La La Land is cuz well, it's getting more buzz than Whiplash did, I feel.
1: Yeah, it's 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 I think it's up there. I think it's because it's a musical and it's different, and it's new and but I mean like yeah, it's doing really well. So, musicals, that's exciting.
0: Musicals always seem to do fairly well at the Oscars. I remember like back in Chicago. I'm fairly sure that won the Oscar back in the day. Um, hmm. It's just a thing. But I, I, I'm looking at the list now. I've seen a few of them. I've seen Lion. I've seen Arrival. I've seen Hella High Water. Um, all well, pretty good movies. I, Arrival was okay. I really liked that director. Dinner's whatever his name is, the Sicario and Prisoners guy. Um, but I think both of those movies are better than Arrival. So I'm. Um, I'm actually. Yeah, quite, that. I'm quite a. I'm quite surprised that it's been up for Best Picture because I quickly forgot it. Like it was an okay film. Um, Arrival. Hell or yeah, High I was Water was quite good, and Lion is surprisingly good. But I wouldn't have thought it was Oscar caliber. Um, a big Australian production Lion. that one as
1: well, which I didn't realize. It was like a massive co-production between India and uh, England and and um, Australia. Australia, which is cool. Um, yeah, I. I don't know. I can't, I can't have an opinion because I haven't seen any of them. Um, but
0: uh, I've heard really the... good things about Hacksaw Ridge. My, uh, my brother, Boy, that's his, like, one of his favourite movies that have been in the cinemas lately. He, him and his mate, Parky Park, Zach Park, um, <laughs> sent me a message, both of them at the same time, After they got out of watching Hacksaw Ridge saying, go fucking see Hacksaw Ridge. And it was just at a time when we were really busy with other stuff. I I can't remember. Yeah, we were
1: doing, I don't know. I remember we were doing something insane because I remember wanting to watch it like heaps. Yeah. And just never finding the time because of the podcast because we were doing something.
0: Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, I remember we were both like, yeah, we really want to go see that. Um, And then you got Moonlight, which, um, you know, won the Golden Globe for Best Drama. So it's probably a high contender. I, think. Yeah. I, um, I saw the trailer too it just looks like the epitome of Oscar bait to me I the people who've seen it have told me it's really good so I, I'll probably eventually check it out but like to be honest the I don't really have too much interest in it all the other films look kind of interesting to me like even Hidden Figures I think looks quite good and Manchester I, Man I, I disagree
1: <laughs> I, do, I have no interest in in Hidden Figures or Moonlight or Fences like at all oh really or, Fences looks yeah. good yeah Denzel, I just, Denzel, I don't know. It's all kind of looks the same. That's not a racist thing. That's not a racist comment because they're all the leads are black. That's not what I meant. I'm just saying, like, they're just they're just steals, drama steals picks. Oscar bait, uh, yeah, sort of drama like I, I feel like I'm. Stuff. Yeah. I feel like I'm watching like three of the same films. Like I mean, and that's just because they're drama picks. That. You're not wrong. Um, and they and they, I feel like they, they have a similar tone and I'm gonna be wrong, like I'm sure I watch them and appreciate them. They're up for Oscars, like clearly they're not bad films, but mm. you know, when I look at something like Arrival and then I look at something like Hell or High Water or Hacksaw Ridge or La La Land, you know. Mm. Um, even Manchester by the Sea falls into the category, like, I wanna see it because Casey Affleck's meant to be excellent, but still, like they all just seem very similar. Like, I don't know. I, I can only Maybe it's because I've been—I've—I've I've seen so many films now that I'm just over it. But like, I just i, I like different, and I like something that stands out. And well, that sort of thing doesn't stand out to me as much. You, I
0: think you've hit the nail on the head there, man. Because maybe that's why I'm not so like excited about this year. Because every other year, it feels like we've had quite a variety of different types of movies. And this is yeah, yeah everything is like there's a lot of similar just hard drama sort of stuff going on here. Um, Like, Hello High Water and La La Land are probably the only ones that really stand out. Like, Hacksaw Ridge is, like, it's just a war. Like, I'm sure it's a really good war movie, but war movies and minority films seem to do really well at the Oscars. Like, every year there's something of that in there.
1: Yeah, no, I think last year the films were quite different in comparison. I mean, you've got stuff like, um, oh, God, what was there? It was like... The Revenant. The Revenant, Um, Spotlight, Spotlight... All these films Mad Max, that
0: Mad Max was awful. Like this, there was genre films in there. Where are the genre films? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there are a couple of genre films is the thing, but I, I feel like it's just more so. Last year we were watching just like an excess of. I feel like last this year we're watching just an you know, far more than what we're normally, used to. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It feels it definitely feels well, that's that
0: what way. I mean, there was just like I, I feel like the last two years have been really decent years and interesting films whereas these like i i think what you said before with you've seen this story i've seen these stories before you know what i mean i i'm not i'm not blown away by this at all and it's yeah i don't know underwhelming and again like these are all movies that i would watch but i i just i don't know i expect more from oscar worthy films you know uh, at least yeah, me too. get my attention because <laughs> most of these I, mean, I wouldn't know I wouldn't go see Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea um, you know those sort of films maybe even Lime, I might have seen Lime because it's an Australian film but I, they're just movies that don't capture my attention and the only reason I'll probably watch them is because of their Oscar buzz
1: yeah, I I understand what you're you're talking about too because I feel the same way, like a lot of the time I want, I always talk about the death of cinema and how the films coming out are just like cancer sometimes for this, for the industry. But then at the same time, like you've got to be creating films that are going to garner interest, you know, and Mm -hmm. there's only so many drama picks about the same themes and issues that you can watch before, you know, you end up, wanting a little bit more, you know? Like, you end yeah. up wanting something a little different or something a little better or... I don't know. Like, to me, La La Land stands out the most and I honestly think it will win the Oscar simply because of how much it contrasts with every other film, you know? Like, Hacksaw Ridge is a similar one, but it's a war film, you know? Like, you, there is a... It just... I, I, it's another staple. I don't know.
0: Another staple for Yeah. Oscar bait. Um, I'm the three movies that i've seen the hello high water arrival and lion i don't think any of them are oscar worthy films they're all good yeah. films like hello high water is a great movie um but i just don't think it's on this level uh or should be on this level um but i don't know i don't, like it's really hard to even go through like last year we were able to go through all that you know the actors and all that but like i haven't seen any of these movies so i can't like it's hard to talk about. The one thing I do want to talk about though is um, visual effects Jungle Book better. I win seen that. that.
1: Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Better win that. I was I having an know. argument with my friend that he didn't think the effects were even that good. He's like they're not even that good. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Like I struggled so much. Like <laughs> like, like I... with whether or not certain things were real for God's sake. Yeah. And I, he's got the audacity to tell me that he thinks good. some of them aren't. Like, it just boggled my mind, honestly. They're so good. It's, it's incredible. so good. Like,
0: I, I went back and watched a little bit of it again the other day, and I'm still blown away. But like, I kind of forgot how good it was. And if it doesn't win, I'm, I'm going to be astounded. Like, Rogue One and, and Doctor Strange are in there as well, and they're both you know, good. But goddamn, Jungle Book's just taking it to the next level.
1: Next right? Next level. I mean, Rogue One is a is a contender. Rogue One is, a, is you know course, there is some yeah. amazing, amazing VFX, and if it won over it, like to an extent, I could understand. But the Jungle Book, like literally, was an entire green screen. Like the thing was amazing, and well, this is this is where it, I it, can
0: it, I can make the, the why I think Jungle Book should win because, as you know, we talked about it in our Rogue One um, review the peter cushing oh, the cg tarkin, <laughs> that,
1: like i didn't believe that yeah.
0: but i believed everything in the jungle in the jungle book like yeah. a giant orangutan that's talking like christopher walken i believe that <laughs>
1: they made me Go believe that thing, yeah. You know? yeah
0: okay so that's that's where i'm at now and, and i i agree rogue one has some really pretty stuff but they they kind of lost me on the the tarkin thing
1: the and, Tarkin thing yeah
0: Anyway, let's. Uh, I don't really have much else to say about the Oscars, so we'll. Um, I guess we'll talk about that next week or the week after when we hear about the winners. Um, maybe mm. I'll get a chance to see a few more in that time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. I definitely want to see La La Land, um, and um, you know, if I could see
1: Hacksaw Ridge, uh,
0: that's uh, Hacksaw Ridge is another funny one because it was out so long ago. Normally, they, you know, they're only. Yeah, just it was out, out, out
1: ages now. ago. Mm. Yeah. Which is strange, I agree, but you know, what can you do? You know? He Mel Gibson clearly does what he wants, says what he wants, yeah. makes what he wants. It yeah. doesn't he doesn't really give a shit. Uh, yeah, well let's move on. All right. Bloody train spotting. Train
0: spotting. So this is a a movie that apparently everybody's been looking forward to coming out, a sequel to the cult hit Train Spotting from nineteen ninety six. Neither you or Me Uh, seen this, we we haven't seen it or knew much about it. I like I knew it was a cult hit. I knew there was like an underground like following to this. Um, It, it's you know, it was often talked about when I was at film school. Uh, There was only one thing that I knew about Train Spotting, and it had you and McGregor looking skinny as hell into the toilet. No, I didn't know that part. Or I'd only ever seen one bit. I don't know where I saw it, but it was when he's naked on a bed and you see his schlong. And that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was like, "Fuck! I don't want to watch that." You and McGregor schlong. I don't need that in my life.
1: <laughs> I mine was mine was the toilet scene.
0: Yeah, well, like, I was shown
1: the the toilet scene in um, in bloody uh, high school actually. Yeah, right. Really. My film teacher really liked Train Spotting, who I still talk to because he's a good man. Um, and um, yeah, he showed us all the toilet scene from Trainspotting. and I I was always always like, it always looked interesting to me, but it definitely wasn't. Like um, I didn't really care. Like I was like, whatever. It, it's a movie. It's a drug movie, so I never really, it never really caught my sort of eye. But yeah, you know, thankfully, that's why we do the podcast because <laughs> this bloody thing makes us go back. Makes, and watch makes us these watch things. things. Yeah.
0: Well, quick, quick review on Train Spotting. One. What?
1: Uh, what did you think? Ah, uh, it was fucking awesome. I loved it. I saw it today actually. Uh just before we watched this, uh we reviewed this, I, I thought it was fucking brilliant. I really liked it. I thought it was really, really good. Um I think the only gripe I had with it was the plot sort of it doesn't have a sort of this is where we're going, this is where we'll go, like this is how we'll get there, sort of thing. It, the plot's very sort of seat like it's like this is this is a scenario, now this is a scenario, now this is a scenario. And they all connect in different ways, but they're they're not really connected through story, they're more so just connected through sort of characters and themes and stuff. But it's obviously a choice. Um, and the, yeah, I really liked it. What about you?
0: Well what would you what would you give it? What's uh what's your score?
1: I'll give it a I'd give Train Spotting One a four out of five.
0: Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> what? Really? It is just not a good movie it's not a good movie it's, n- it's barely a fucking movie this is mo- a movie about people on heroin and that is something i don't give a shit about and i don't sympathize with so i i watch when most of this movie is just this guy going on and off heroin and there's barely any plot to it i don't give a shit i don't care about these characters i don't i don't care about where they're going until a little bit of a plot starts to come into it later in the film, which is like pretty much the last 15 minutes when he tries to escape. And, you know, they do the whole selling the heroin thing and he steals the money. Yeah. And then the movie fucking ends and I'm like, wow, we just started the story and this is what happens. I was like, nah, this is rubbish. I was
1: angry. I actually... I was angry. I actually watching it was thinking man fish is gonna hate this film i i thought what that to myself see in I, was this like...
0: movie. I don't like i don't understand like i this is one of those films that i feel like like people who have done this shit can appreciate because what i've what i've read is that it's you know a pretty uh good interpretation of being on heroin like all the tripping and all that sort of shit And that doesn't appeal to me at all. I'm not into drugs. I don't care about Mm. drugs, and I don't sympathize with people who put themselves into these fucking situations. Like I found it really confronting, which is really a a good thing. I I know that was probably most of its purpose was to show how these people live like this. Um, And I like, I, I've got a, I never ever wanted to turn out like those people. So seeing these people be like that, I'm just like, fuck that. You you straight up,
1: I. I can agree with you, like, when I was watching that film, like, as a impressionable, impressionable, who the fuck am I kidding, I know what I'm doing, as mm. a 20 year old, I was, I was like, oh god, I don't want to do that, mm. like, I don't want to be that ever, but I mean, like, for me, it was just, I don't know, I, I found the characters entertaining and likeable, like, I like Spud, and I liked you to them character,
0: that's my problem. There was nothing to them. And I didn't. Care I mean, about I,
1: thought, them. I thought there was lots to them. I think it was just. I, I think it was more so like they, they're just not very likable. You know what I mean? Like they're not. They're, they're, there's nothing about them, traits that. But I've you seen can sort movies where to. you have
0: unlikable characters. And I love like Raging Bull, Robert De Niro, and that is a complete asshole. But I really. I haven't like seen that Raging film. Bull. Um, because there's a fucking story to it, there's no story mm. to this film until the end no
1: that's that's true i mean like that is something that i can i can get behind is that there isn't really much of a story but again like for me i think i think it's sort of the point they talk about how like there's the moment where the 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 baby dies and they um just start doing more heroin and like i think that was sort of the what i why i was so drawn to the film because i'm like fuck it's just about these people who just can't escape like it's just them trying to but that's not a movie a that's just life. watching
0: a bunch of people be high and fuck up their lives like make a story out of it and then it's interesting that whole baby thing was really really I'm not going to say cool but like it was confronting it's very powerful yeah but it didn't, it, was full on. it didn't mean anything to me because these, because I'm just watching these carries these characters relapse and and stop doing heroin and then doing it again and do it you know and I know that's Kind of the point, but there's got to be a fucking narrative to make me care, and I just didn't care. Yeah,
1: it's very art filmy. I mean, like I, I definitely could get behind it. Like I quite, I quite enjoyed it. I mean, not enjoyed it in the sense that it's like, man, that's the sort of film that I can watch over and over. But I, but you the know, funny I, thing is, it
0: I... is a movie that people watch over and over. I know people who watch this film over and over, and I just don't get it. Really, I
1: don't get I it. I mean, like it definitely has some fucking awesome imagery as well. Like the, the cinematography and stuff. Like I was so, but that doesn't like, make a good just... movie or a story. Like, no, I but I think I'm, it is I'm... a good movie. I thought the performances were good. I thought, I actually thought the, that, what what I was, sh- sh- you know, watching was, was really entertaining. And I thought it had a, a, quite a good message and thematically it was great. But yeah, the story is choppy. I don't know. Wanky. I'm just,
0: it's a wanky film. This is wank. This is like, you Know if, if they were putting this shit in Oscars, I would be the Oscar bait crap because I look at this, it's just a bunch of people on, on drugs, and you've put some psychedelic fucking imagery into it. Like, well done, and it does look good. I like when he's fucking relapsing and um, or not relap when he's going cold turkey and he's in, in the train room mm-hmm. and the, like the room stretching and doing all that sort of stuff. It's really cool and it's really effective, but there's nothing connecting any of this, and that annoys me. I, I was actually angry. I'm actually angry at this film. And I'm angry you've that got, you love this film and other people love this film. Because it doesn't
1: deserve... You've got, it
0: doesn't deserve you've got uh, bigger than this.
1: Freddie got, you've got Freddie Got Finger Syndrome, it seems. Nah, I'm not that uh, angry. Man. This is how I felt. I can respect um, the film.
0: I can respect the things that they're trying to do. But I'm saying that it doesn't deserve the,
1: the accolades. Well what's your, what's your rating? What's your rating it's on a it? It's two. It's the a two trick. out of five. Yeah. That's man. We've had so many fucking twos lately. Well, let's move on to transporting two. It only gets we get it only gets a decent thing
0: because that last fifteen minutes where they actually go into some sort of story and there's like treachery and you know things going on between the characters. Mm. I was like, oh wow, this is actually okay. And then they fucking end it. So that's why I was kind of like, well, I could see where a where a sequel could go. And I'm actually like really kind of confused that. It took so long to make a sequel because everybody, I know there was all this talk about, like, oh, we don't want to ruin the, the legacy that the, the original has, and, and, you know, by doing that. And I was like, what? By making a fucking story, by continuing yeah. a story, because they finish it as it gets good. And so I was excited to actually see where it goes. So that's, yeah. Anyway, 20 years on, here we are, Train Spotting 2. <laughs> what happened in Train Spotting 2? Connor McDavid.
1: Renton. Renton comes back to Edinburgh. He's been away for a long time. He's come back um, to deal with a couple of things. He sees Sick Boy, um, and gives him his four grand uh, that he's owed. Um, and it turns out the real reason he's come back is because his life's gone to shit. He was clean for 20 years and his life was back in order and he was finally, you know, he was finally someone he he liked and blah blah blah. And his Wife was leaving him, and his job was firing him, and it was all going to shit anyway. Uh, And, yeah, so he comes back home to to kind of self-destruct, it seems. Um, And in the meantime, you've got uh, Franco. Oh, hey, Franco. Uh, Frank, who's um, been in prison for quite a while, and he's finally getting out of the joint. And he finds out that Renton's back in town, and so he wants revenge because Renton, you know, took all of his money. Meanwhile, Sick Boy has himself a lady, and he's trying to start up a brothel business, which Renton gets involved with. And Franco is writing, uh, trying to, uh, uh, you know, create a manifest of his stories and stay clean because Renton saves his life at the start of the film. So, yeah, so we're back again for a second film, a second cult film. Uh, with the same characters, except Tommy. But, I mean, even in the first one, even in the first one, Tommy wasn't a big deal. Like, Tommy wasn't a big character in comparison to the other four.
0: No, he wasn't a part of the main group. Um, But I I found that his progression was more interesting to me (laughs) than the other guys. Definitely was. Because, like, I love... Because, like we we pointed out before, those, those derelict fucking apartments where there's shit all over the walls and all there is is a mattress and their little area where they shoot up. Like that stuff is just so fucked to me. And I yeah. love seeing, you know, Tommy, was that the, was that his name?
1: Uh, yeah, Tommy, Tommy.
0: When, you know, cause it contrasts from them being in these shithole apartments and going to his apartment where it's like quite nice. He's got an Iggy pop poster on the wall, on the, you know, on the wall. It's got nice paint. There's like actually furniture, and he's working out, he's like healthy, and then the juxtaposition to him changing later when he, he takes like one hit and gets hooked, and then you go back to his apartment and it's all messed up. Uh, I thought that was like one of the best progressions in the film, if or not one of the only progressions. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we've got the characters back, and I've got to say, right now, I instantly connect with these characters more because they're giving them something. They're giving me something with these characters now. Like, each of them are a little bit more defined, um, and we have some... We have prior knowledge of, you know... Was it Renton? Ewan McGregor? What's his name? Yeah, Renton. Renton. He's fucked them all over, and him coming back into town 20 years later, it's like, oh, are these guys going to forgive him? Do they, you know, whatever. So there's there's something driving me here instantly, and I'm already connected into
1: each... and, And they all want to fucking kill him immediately which i, I love, love them. i love yeah i think yeah. it's great uh, spud he so he's, yeah i love oh man we were talking about the imagery in the first one but the imagery in this one god damn son like it is just beautiful isn't it like there are just some great moments some really really good moments in this visually that blew my mind and i was really impressed yeah but yeah like the like Spud falling off the building and being caught yeah um, yeah see that my was my
0: god that's all stuff that was in that first one but I didn't feel like it, it it was justified I feel I feel like it was just a trip where all this it actually connects I'm, I'm with this I understand why we've got an image of him falling off a thing and and Ewan McGregor coming underneath him and catching him it's, it's nice and it, I feel like the mm. editing's better so it flows in it a lot better um no, I dig it. And then he, yeah, thro- and I, then he I, throws up all over in, the, in that bag.
1: <laughs> oh god, that was so fucking gross. That was so gross. But yeah, no, it's it definitely got sort of like a uh, sort of like a, a it's more structure to it. Like it's yeah. definitely got more of a push to a story. Um, I mean, like I honestly thought that one of the things that were also sort of there was more of it were um, was the humor. Like oh, this yeah. one was. A lot funnier Funnier, than the last one.
0: I think the last one was, like, not supposed to be funny, but it was funny just in how outrageous some things were. Um, But it was more of a serious tone, wasn't it? Whereas they've really embraced the comedy in this one.
1: Yeah, and it's more self-aware in this one than the last one, I think. I think the last one... And that's fine. Like, again, this is from someone who enjoyed the first one. Like... Yeah, the humour definitely comes from in the first one, you're kind of laughing at how fucked certain things are yeah. and how ridiculous certain things are and, you know, people like Frank in certain situations. Whereas in this, you know, you're... They're kind of making... Like, you know, Frank gets stabbed. He wants to get stabbed at the start and gets stabbed in the liver accidentally, yeah. Yeah. you know, instead of... Yeah. And, like, and that's and that, that sort of humour isn't really in the first one as no. much. It's more, you know, you're more... Yeah, it's it, it's... it's it's not yeah. as
0: deliberate, at least, that's, that's for sure. Like, mm. you know, you've got Franco going around and trying to beat up people, and there's kind of a little bit of fun to that, you know, when he, like, throws the glass over the over the balcony and it smashes that chick in the face. Like, that's more yeah. embraced here. Um, now, Franco, he's, a, he's an interesting character, because I, I didn't really feel anything for him in that first one.
1: Like, I, I... Oh, man, he was so hateable in the first film. Like, he is just so unbelievably awful in the first one and in this one they've given him yeah more of a heart hey well
0: just yeah just Um, that we get some some time with him like we see his family we see him getting out of the thing like i was more excited when he was on 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 screen this time around like i i liked kind of like like yeah he was an asshole but i was interested in what he was but i didn't really understand what he was and what they were doing with him like he was the only one who was clean right in the first one he didn't do the drugs or anything but he yeah was, he never did anything he was just a yeah, violent he motherfucker. Just... and i i liked that he was intimidating and for him to be the one that Renton is scared of now like if he comes back that's when shit's gonna get real so when it actually happens like my favorite part of this movie <laughs> And the part where I laughed the most was when they're in the cubicles together.
1: Oh, it's so oh, brilliant. They're, and they're Holy just like, fuck. They, they,
0: they realize that it's, it's them and they're, they're both kind of feeling the wall and like trying to listen. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then as Frank K goes over to the top and it does that awesome freeze frame thing that they've been doing throughout the whole film. He's like, can't. <laughs> and Ewan just yeah. legs it. I lost my shit. That's the stuff I want. Now I understand these characters. Now I like these characters. Like, he's yeah. an arsehole, but I still... I like him. I want... I want to see the conflict between him and and McGregor now. Like, before, it didn't mean
1: anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, there's definitely... There's definitely... It kind of adds to it. I mean, it's just... It feels a bit lighter in every sense, really. Everything about it seems a bit lighter. Oh, it's definitely not as edgy,
0: um, that's for sure. Um, I
1: mean, and I... I you got to give him props for making that choice, too. Because... If they went in this, and this film was, you know... And again, I'm talking from the perspective of someone who likes the first one, unlike Fish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, you know, they go into it, and they're like, oh, instead of doing heroin, now they're doing meth. like, And they tried to make another edgy film in that vein. Like, you'd, I, you'd just end up... Like, I reckon I'd end up resenting it. Mm. Like, okay, yeah, I fucking get it. But instead, they're like, well, let's push the characters. Like, let's... Let's go for like, like the people in the film. Let's 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 put an emphasis on them. You know, the art style, the cinematography, the the art. You know, it's an art film. It's very abstract in a lot of ways, and I'm really glad they did that rather than going down the road of like it's the same but it's a different drug or, a different or it's drug. still as yeah. edgy. Which... Like, there's another kid that dies. You know, which yeah. is fucking stupid.
0: Well, I know I appreciated it too because, like, like I said, instantly. I liked this movie a lot more. I was drawn into it and I was with it the whole way. I still, like, you know, I'll talk about if I, if I really like it towards the end, but I was in it and they took the change that I wanted them to do. But this did make me think, like, are, like, diehard fans of the original gonna like this movie? Because it's not really anything like the first one like there's a little th- there's a few throwbacks and similarities but you know it because it is lacking that edge like there's barely even heroin usage in it and i was wondering because i i expected pretty much what you're, you're saying like i thought there would either be another drug or you know for whatever reason they have to start using heroin again and they start getting hooked yeah. on it again i expected that and well, they do start
1: using smack again. There is a point. What?
0: Yeah. Can. It, what was that? Was that real or was that like? Was no. That... Yeah. They start
1: using. So the whole point is, every time they they realize how fucking terrible their life is, like how yeah, terrible they fall back is, into the. They fall the back into it, yeah. and so what happened was because in the first one Tommy dies and they don't really acknowledge it, like it just happens. And all those things. So when they're at the mountain yeah, they've taken and they're it. finally adult, they, I think they, they, they start attacking each other and realize how fucked they were as children and the things that they did as, well, not children, as, as adults, like young adults. And what they did is, you know, horrible and stuff. And I think the whole point was that they, because they only do it that once. Like they only go back yeah. and do it once. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that was the point. Like it's just this, um, this moment of, Weakness where you see them receding, but again, this movie is still depressing. Like the ending isn't nice; they lose money and and they end up all sort of living together. And the only person that's guaranteed, you know, not to be on smack is Spud. He's the only one that is recovering,
0: and he was the um, one who was on it at the at the start. At the start, but yeah, but this is what yeah with that scene with the heroin scene. I it was fucking trippy as <laughs> with that like wall projection of an upside down like, farm or something, oh, like all those Oh, it's so good! Oh, my God! Um, but oh. it didn't really mean anything. This is, this is my thing. I, I, like, I actually, the, my mate that I saw it with, I, I asked him after, I said, hold on, was that, like, because you know how this has been showing a lot of just, like, random imagery, I was like, was that one of those moments? Did that actually happen? Because it had no, like, it had no effect on the story. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was going to be a point where they all relapse again. They, they all start using again. They start, you know... I, I thought that was yeah. going to be something, but I, I really felt like it was just kind of thrown in just because, oh, I guess we'll be able to have some heroin in this movie. And it was just a bit random. And, like, I get what you're saying, but that doesn't really come into the story.
1: Yeah, I, I think... I don't know. I think, I think it kind of just adds... I see what you mean too, because it's more like it, it's it's a big deal that he's clean at the start and he's come. He's been home clean for twenty
0: years and has has had a hit now. I honestly
1: yeah. I honestly think a lot of it it's that sort of stuff is more implied, like it's meant to be subtle and I can see why you wouldn't like you where you where you're coming from. But I kind of again, like I kind of got it, especially after watching the first one because it's more so like um, what it means is that his friends fucking break him is the thing like that was the that was the message I ended up getting from it was every time he surrounds himself with those people he ends yeah. up doing stupid shit and it's totally normal 100% I think maybe that's the reason, exactly
0: that's exactly what it is but like he doesn't he doesn't yeah. fall back into the, the habit and that's what is supposedly being implied here but it doesn't happen
1: that's what Funct- yeah he's know. a functioning smack addict yeah yeah
0: um, saying that like that was shit that I didn't like from the first one. So I'm glad that it was, if anything's not going to make any sense, I'm glad it was just one kind of cool looking scene. <laughs> then mm-hmm. I just move on because the, I was, I was with the rest of it. Um, you know, we've got um, sick boy who's now on a, a new addiction. He's addicted to cocaine. Uh, and mm-hmm. he's just been a nefarious motherfucker <laughs> filming, filming bootleg videos and blackmailing people. Um, again, yeah. I feel like sick boy didn't really have much, in that first film. He didn't, he didn't, he wasn't anybody to me. He was the guy with the blonde hair who could talk a lot about James Bond. And actually that came back in this film as well. Like he's when they're playing music um, in his apartment, when they're all getting drunk or whatever, he, um, uh, one of them is a James Bond theme from like Thunderball yeah. or something. So, you know, that there's, there's right. a lot of references. Uh, lots of references. Cool. Yeah. But like this movie gave these characters so much more, to go with than anything the first one did. Like the first one was like, I'm glad I saw the first one before I've seen this because it's set up things and you know, it's like, Oh, that character's this, that, and that. And it, it's, it's given me foundations and this movie's really gone with them and, and run with them, which I really appreciate.
1: Yeah. I think it was cool. Like when they threw back to different characters, like the girl that, um, that forces, um, Renton to sleep with the, the underage girl in the yeah. first one is, is and the, she's the lawyer. Is her lawyer. Yeah, that was cool and stuff. I mean, there's good little moments like that, and it's, it, it does a good job of sort of. A lot of it's actually about the first one. The whole premise is about the ending of the first one, and a lot of the conversations are about the first one and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, but honestly, like one of my gripes with the film, probably my only gripe with the film is the same gripe that you had with the first, is that, you know, there isn't much story there. And there's more than the first for sure, no, a but lot I more, mean, yeah. but, but still like uh, we end up watching, you know, instead of watching scenes, scenes that didn't really connect all the time, we're watching like sequences that didn't really connect, like almost yeah. short films that don't all need to match up. Like, you know, like, yeah, no, I agree. I like, cause in the end
0: it, it feels like it really didn't matter. Like none of it really mattered. You know, it's just like, this is mm. just another day in the wacky adventures of these, ex addicts
1: yeah um that's the, the wacky adventures of the ex <laughs> what a fun cartoon for the family yeah that's it. yeah and i mean like that's and that's true but thankfully like I, again and this is what how i felt about the first whereas you disagree i thought it kind of holds its own um still and i mean for you it's because there's more story for me, it's just because I've, I'm invested in these characters at this well, point.
0: Yeah, no, look, I, I, yeah, there is more plot. There's, mm. there's still not much, but I, I'm, I'm feeling what you're feeling, probably for the first one. Like I'm now attached to these characters. I now care about these characters. Mm. I actually found it quite funny because the way that this is all brought in is. It's like, oh, look, the boys are back in town. Like, finally, here they are. Look, what's yeah. Spud doing now? And what's Renton doing now? What's old Franco always oh, in jail. That that little yeah. slime ball. Whereas I'm like, I didn't fucking like any of these guys before. I didn't know them before, and I don't care about them. You better bring me something new and make me care about these guys. And they did. Um, mm. <laughs> so I just think it's funny because it's like, it's like, you know, if they were making another, um, you know, if you make another Indiana Jones and you bring back all, like, old characters from the other movies and it's like oh shit yeah that's good and I was like oh shit yeah that's Spud that's that fucking guy that he left him some money at the end whatever yeah <laughs> I mean like and,
1: and you know Spud I think they also become sort of more I, the only, I, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing it was still entertaining to watch but they almost sort of become more caricature caric- caricaturistic like they yeah. you know when you watch um, if you watch a TV show and it's like seven seasons deep by the fifth season That character isn't changing. Like they are literally, like like they are the cartoon version of what they were in season one, Um, and I think this does that as well. Where you end up watching, you know, a group of characters that um, sort of almost replicate what they were in the first. And I can see, you know, diehard fans of the first feeling like they're like, "What the fuck am I watching? Like this is fucking stupid." Yeah, because like Spud. Spot in the first is a dope. He does dumb things, yeah. but he's not, like, retarded. He's not he's goofy. Just fucking yeah, he's weird. not a goofy idiot. And yeah. in this one, he's just, he's a fucking, you know, he's a fucking lunatic. Like, in this one, he's such a, fo- a moron. Yeah. You know, Sick Boy is probably the other protagonist in the first one. And in this one, he's got more of, like, oh, I'm going to get rich quick. And he's more of a sort of, like, oh, I'm a- like, he kind of high octane, high stress, you know. And, See, like, I sort kind of, of I sort it. of
0: got that in the first one, though. I felt, I felt that was because wasn't it his idea to do the? He had like, yeah, get rich, yeah, good like, stuff in there.
1: Don't get me wrong. Like, there, there's, there's, there's always like they're definitely that in the first one. I think it's just more so. That's kind of the thing they they push a lot in this one is that's how these characters are. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. But
0: that's what I like. I like, like, yeah, and they are falling into character traits Mm. and stuff. But that's what they needed. I feel like because they were so just generic before, they were just like another stoner, uh, another crackhead. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, like, I I really appreciate the time that they've put into these characters, and I can understand they're falling into caricatures, but being able to separate them like that. More so than what I was able to in the first one is what i'm I'm liking here, and that's what's attaching yeah. me to this film more is that I'm attached to the characters more, and I care about the characters by the end of this film, even though it pretty much goes nowhere. but like I'm scared for Renton, and I'm, and I'm scared for sick boy when Franco comes onto the scene like anytime Franco is with one of those guys I'm like
1: man how intense is this like I'm I'm really glad they didn't like from a sequel's point of view they did some really good things like I'm really glad they didn't have all the characters be friends again like in the first one yeah. and do another scheme you know like I think sequels fail and we've had this conversation before they suffer from sequelitis because they try to capture the magic of the, the first thing, one yeah. but they don't know what's actually there like the, what's going to capture the magic you know what i mean like yeah. they think if they do this again that's what captures the magic or if they do this again whereas this one's like no new story new situations why would these characters be friends we're not going to do that you know this is this is what's happening like frank is frank is the proto- the antagonist yeah. he's the you know, in the first one, he's a fucking... He's a motherfucker, but... But he's one of the you know, boys. He's, yeah. And this one, it's like he's a... You know, he's a fucking... He's a killer. Like, he's going to he's gonna kill he's Brendan. The,
0: he's the Shao Kahn. He's coming. He's hunting. Yeah,
1: he yeah. is. And I mean, like, there's great moments. You know, you've got him interacting with Sick Boy and Spud separately. And yeah. that was cool. And you've got all the characters sort of talking to one another. And you get that sense that they're, they have... What I liked is that I felt like I was watching different people with different relationships to one another. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that was a good feeling. The way Sick Boy and Spud interact is different to the way Renton and Spud interact. Um, and that's kind of what saves me from being annoyed that these characters are sort of more drawn to their traits because I still felt like I was watching people, Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That scene in that goddamn fucking whatever that place was where all the... The um the elitist whatever they were conservative people and they're trying to steal oh, yeah. their credit cards and after <laughs> yeah. seeing that song it was so funny like I laughed so much at that so random I,
0: too <laughs> so out of nowhere so
1: so great oh my god I couldn't stop laughing at it but like it when I start so to funny. see
0: that randomness like that randomness to me means like again another wacky adventure that these boys have got themselves yeah. into you know that's and that's I like that it it's It still connects to these characters and and pushes the story forward enough like it was a little mm. bit of a sidestep and a little bit of fun, but that's it was fun, so I'm with it you know um yeah, i don't know i just um i liked i liked a lot of it i like i liked i really liked the style of it like, i really, I've, i found like they've taken that style that they you oh, know they were exper- the ante, they're, didn't they? they're experimenting with in the first one and was just all over the shop to me and one of the reasons why I don't particularly like it, because that's pretentious to me, is like a little style over substance. Whereas they've meshed the substance and the style together here and it it's just so cool and fun and Yeah, they do
1: a great job of it, don't they? Like a great job of like, this
0: like little things like even even just like pacing. Like when uh you and McGregor comes in and meets Sick Boy for the first time after they're all talking like, oh yeah, it's just, just a bunch of mates catching up and then this massive brawl just <laughs> comes out of nowhere i was like like because yeah. you could feel the tension and it's so well directed and, and edited and just the way yeah. it comes together is so satisfying and oh man and then yeah like i said anything where franco was stalking these guys like all the way up until that final scene where you McGregor mcgregor's hanging by an electrical cord? Like, how is he going to get out of this?
1: Dude, how stressful was that ending? My God. And what I liked, uh, what I loved as well was Spud standing up for himself finally. Like, that Mm. was a good moment where he smacks him over the head with the 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 toilet. toilet. (laughs) Like, like, that's such a good, it's great symbolism. But I mean, like, I think, uh, you know, it means a lot of things, but I'm just really glad that was a moment, like, showing, you know, that progression that force of, like, Spud, the, the weakest one, you know, toppling the... The one who the, strongest the tyrant team. down, yeah. And, like, you know, like, Sick Boy standing up for Renton and saving Renton and, like, you know, a lot of even the... Though know, they thinking, like, even about, though he
0: hated him at the start, yeah, it was, like, this. the friendship has, there's, has grown.
1: Well, there's a lot of resentment, like, there's a lot of, like, the oh, whole point is in there. the first one. The first one's, like, they're friends, but, you know, they're not actually friends. They just fucking... They can't stand each other. Spud's the only person that's, you know, remotely okay. Yeah. Well, they're killing
0: killing themselves slowly by being in there. Yeah. yeah. You know,
1: and they resent each other because they all sort of push this drug on one another. And I think in this one, it's it's still there. And the point is, like, no, they are different people. Like, they've progressed more and they're better. And I really like that. That was really cool. And, yeah, I just had... A good time watching it, you know, yeah. and I agree. The story, the, the pressing story was good, and the backstory and seeing Frank with his, they all sort of, sh- they all sort of showed their lives. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like their, yeah, their sort of, their lives, and you know that that was really, that was really cool, and I really like that. I mean, the one, oh fuck, I had it in my head, and I've totally forgotten what it was. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta remember.
0: Something you didn't like uh,
1: no, it was it was something I enjoyed, I'm pretty sure I can't remember. <laughs> I can't fucking remember. I, it was it was something it was something in my head, um, but it doesn't matter. let's just let's move on from this point. It was a fun time. it was a fun time.
0: Yeah. it was a lot funner than the first one. I'll say that much. Um, shall we go on to the good, the bad and the ugly?
1: Oh, that's what I wanted to quickly. That's what it was. I just want to quickly talk about uh, the female lead in this. The what's her name? I can't uh, remember. Veronica. Her name,
0: but Veronica.
1: She was cool too. I really liked her. It was good seeing. Uh, you know, normally the sequels do that, Well, they, especially female characters, they always add like a new character, generally a female. And a lot of the time, I can't really get behind them because I always feel like they're just tacked on. But in this one, I felt like she was pretty likable and different and yeah. fun to to experience and stuff. And she oh, the.
0: Yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, she was cool because she was like sort of in the middle of everything and, and really connecting mm. all these dots because, like you said before, we see these characters in their own worlds and then it's like she's the magnet in between them all, um, which I really liked. One thing I would have really liked to have seen explored more and I thought it was going to be a bigger deal was the fact that Ewan McGregor was shagging her and she's sick boy's girl. Uh, yeah. Th- that didn't really amount to anything no
1: but I, I mean like sick boy isn't dad banging her they say he's just saying he's lying to Renton saying he's his girlfriend but he's not she's not at all they only fucked once I think was Yeah, the point. yeah but I still feel like they're, I think...
0: like it, it, he'd sort of taken ownership over her like in the way that he was talking yeah. So, I, and considering that there was already so much resentment between these two I you know I would have liked to have seen that to, you know be a spark for another you know full on another sort of argument yeah
1: yeah um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was the choose life speech, which is how the first one starts. Mm. And this one, it's, um, the two of them at dinner, fucking brilliant. God damn. That was a brilliant, like monologue. I like, love such a great, I love the monologue, but moment. I felt
0: like it came out of nowhere. Really? Yeah. I felt like I it, was very, it was very like, uh, we need to do this monologue. So she's going to be, Oh, what's this choose life thing? And then he just, I don't, I don't know. He just got so, yeah, um. I don't know. Yeah, like Shakespeare. experience. I, like it? It. I did like it. It was really cool. It was so, it's so <laughs> it's great about Snapchat, writing, and Snapchat and Facebook and all that. I was like, right on, brother. Yeah. Right on. No one gives a fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, good moment. Well, let's go. Good, the bad, and the ugly. They're good. What do you got? But, uh, the, well, I'll be a bit different. I, I liked the cinematography visually. You always say stomach, that. But, <laughs> no, I mean, funny. like, I didn't... Because normally it's, like, moments in the film that are good for me, but I'll talk about... Do I, do I normally say that for other films? Usually usually right ones line. you don't
0: like, you're like, oh, it looked good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ah, uh, I'm such a
0: piece of shit. That's fine. Um, well, the cinematography was really good. Yeah. It's incredible in this film. So I, I feel that. What's your good? Uh, I just like the, um, the character studies. I think just, just by dipping into all four of these characters, this instantly is a much better film and draws me in. So that's, that's the good baby. Like the best thing about this film. That's characters. the good
1: baby. What's the bad? Well, for me, it would be the lack of story. Like, I mean, still it's, it's, it's more than the first, but it's not there as much as it could be. And that's disappointing. Yeah. But, I mean, that's my bad. What's, what's your bad? Yeah.
0: Similar. I think it's, it's not so much the, the lack of story, which there is, but it's the, the lack mm. of it actually mattering in the end. Like I felt like walking I I didn't feel that the the ending was very satisfying. Like and I know that's kinda of what this is all about, like these these guys relapse and then, you know, go clean and relapse and cocaine. And there's sort of a little bit of that still going on, even if it isn't heroin, it's still them going back to their shitty lives and kinda of starting again in, in some ways. Um, but I just felt like there was so much happening in this film for it to just like fizzle out like that was pretty Meh, nah, to me. Yeah, it's a. It's not a. It's not yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. bad, but it's 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 the worst thing I think of this. It, film.
1: Yeah, that's the worst thing, and the ugly. I mean, it's a little toughy. It's a little tough one. I mean, for me, I think the ugly would be the ending. I wish I had more of a. I think what the first one did, like the ending for the first one, was great because you see these characters in new situations, like. You know, Spud and Sick Boy are off. You don't know where they're going to end up. You don't know where Frank's what Frank's doing. You don't know really what Renton's doing. He's off with all the money. Whereas in this one, it ends and everyone's just kind of nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. There's, Spud's, no, there's no drive. Spuds. Yeah. Frank's going to prison again. Spuds writing, but I wish I saw that book Spud. Like I wish Spuds, you know, memoirs were a book. Became and a novel. I wish, yeah. A signing yeah, books or I something. Wish...
0: There could be a yeah, like an after credit scene where Renton goes to a book signing. That's but at yeah, yeah, I know what you mean.
1: I I think I just kind of wanted more of that, or I just wanted to see Renton and and you know Sick Boy do something just a little bit, just a, sh- a schmeckle. Yeah, I mean you know that was my ugly. What's yours?
0: Um, I think my ugly is the poor use of that heroin scene. I just I just feel like it has it's so out of place because they they can't commit to, to making another film all about heroin, which I'm not complaining about, but mm. for that scene to almost mean something and not really mean anything to me, I found it quite ugly. So yeah. Anywho. All right. What are well, your final thoughts, sir? Thought it was two. really I
1: fu- thought it was a really good film. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm really glad I, I watched both and I really liked both did you watch the um, second one first I did funnily enough I did watch the second one first uh, um okay maybe that swayed my opinion slightly for the first one but um mm. definitely both I definitely enjoyed the two of them and yeah I thought they it was very different to what I've ever seen and, and I really liked that and I really liked sort of where it was very sad very depressing yeah uh but it was great. And the second one specifically, the humour was excellent and the, the performances were fantastic. The direction was really good and the writing was really good. I just wish there was a little more story. It gets four out of five, just like the first one. Oh. I like them both for different things.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair because they are very different films. And it's something yeah. I do. I, I, I want to go, now that we've done this review, um, I want to go read some reviews and just see what the general buzz is on the net with the fans i want to know if they like it or they hate it because i i don't know i don't know which way they would go it's i think it's interesting Mm. that um you did watch these back to front because i i can definitely say that after watching this film it makes me like the the other film a little bit better because this film showed me the characters this film taught me who these people are and I and I gave a shit about them. And I think that if I watched them the other way around, I probably would have been like, "Oh yeah," like because I kind of have gone in with that knowledge that I've gained from the second one. I, I I would have that backing me up for what I see in these characters in that first film. But because I've gone, you know, the way you're supposed to watch them, I didn't get that. So I think it's interesting that yeah. I still think yeah. you would have loved it anyway. I I still don't think that's going to sway you a whole lot. Like that's. That's your opinion, there. So yeah, I like weird
1: I shit, don't I? Yeah, like, you're like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty you're into, like weird, into weird shit.
0: Classic film student sort of person, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> it's such a film student film, though. It's like that sort of the movie that you know in the '90s, all the film students had on their wall. I, I know that. Um, but yeah, like this one turns it around for me, because it, it actually does bring structure to a certain extent. Like It's such a great character study, and that's it, what, for what it met, lacks in plot, um, even though there is more to it, there's still not a very strong thing, and it is still, like you said, bits and pieces happening here and there, and they're at this place, and they're doing this, and all of a sudden they're back to talking about the brothel, and they're doing... I'm like, ah, whatever, because... I was interested in what the characters were doing. I wasn't really uh, caring about the situations. I was more worried about, like, their relationships and and just their progression, which there actually is some in this. And I, I just appreciate that so much. And it felt like such a breath of fresh air from that rubbish that I saw in the first one. Um, and I laughed the whole way through it. Like they, Like you said, they found their comedy straps here and were able to run with it. And I like that. So I, I still don't think it's brilliant. Um, I probably won't watch it again. I'd give it a 3. Uh, I'll push up. I'll give it a 3.5. A 3.5 out of 5. That's a fair score.
1: I respect that. I respect <laughs> what you did there. I like what you did. And I admire it. That's good. That's good. Well, that's it for this week. We're all done. We're all fucking wrapped up for train spotting. What's next week, Fish?
0: Next week... We're starting a new retrospective, Connor McDuff.
1: Oh, uh, what is we're it? We're
0: diving in again. There's a new Alien movie coming out in a few months.
1: Alien. So we're going to be bloody reviewing all of them. Because we can. Yep. And we want to. We want to help you guys uh, venture with us back. I haven't actually ever seen any Alien films. so You haven't seen any? Be... None at all? No.
0: Nah. You... Nah. you saw Prometheus though, right? No. Nah. You didn't see Prometheus? Fuck. Alien vs. Predator? I, se-
1: I have seen that.
0: <laughs> you have seen Alien vs. Predator. That's not, Predator. Okay, that's well, that's not good. my choice.
1: That's not your choice? No, I, my friend put it on once when he was over and I was like 13. I didn't really care. Yeah. But yeah, um, well, I mean, like, I've seen bits and pieces of all of them, but I definitely haven't seen films in full.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen them all. I'm quite a big fan of, of the Alien series, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to them coming back to this, this series in a pure alien film um, Prometheus wasn't really the alien film that I think a lot of us were looking for it wasn't really an alien film at all um, but that's something we're going to talk about as part of this retrospective but first of all we're going to go watch the movie that you have seen Alien, alien vs Predator. Predator next week we're going, to, yeah, we're going to review both the AVP movies um, because I don't feel like they deserve two separate ones <laughs> Uh, I didn't really like Alien vs. Predator when I saw it uh, back in cinemas as a teenager and I'll tell you why next week and we'll see if that shit turns around. I'm um, assuming you didn't like it?
1: Uh, I can't remember it. I'll have to rewatch watch both. was
0: 13, both. it was <laughs> like an aliens fighting, it was probably whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, I
1: didn't care. Well, I just remember that black woman that lives and the Predator is like helping her for some fucking reason. That's all I remember. Anyway. Follow us on iTunes, Podbean and Stitcher, you know the drill, we hope you enjoyed this episode, as usual, thanks a lot, and if you want to leave a comment, we want you to as well, because we want to listen to what you have to say about the things we have to say. Isn't that weird? We care about you. Sort
0: of.
1: Fish fish cares more than I do, I, I, I'm a recovering smack at it, so I just, kind of, I just kind of sit around and look at trains. Anyway, play the music, Fish. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fish and Connoisseur a Movie. Fish and Connoisseur a Movie does not own any rights to the film Trainspotting or Trainspotting 2. Their marketing, their soundtrack and no infringement is intended. The track Lust for Life is performed by Iggy Pop. And the track The Good, The Bad and the Ugly Titles is performed by Ennio Morricone.